0: on the book project manager and content facilitator for RTI Publishing, but most importantly, my best friend of more years than I can count, and my wonderful co-host of the podcast, Juanita (laughs) Witten-Radko. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) So back on October 20th, we did the first part of this series, And uh, So it's been a couple of weeks. So if you haven't listened to it, I really want you to go back because we laid an incredible foundation for the rest of this series. And we talked about certain things like your book is a tool. And we won't go back all into it, but that's really important to know. It's not the field of dreams where you write the book and everything comes falling in. It's a tool. It's a seed. You have to use it. You have to plant it. You have to get it out there. Juanita focused in on creating that marketing calendar and creating that plan. And, you know, we talked about a little bit about what that plan should look like and how do you facilitate that plan and and how do you assess how that plan is working. So we did all of that in the first episode. Plus, (laughs) we talked about things like free book promo sites. We talked about Goodreads groups, the Amazon Idea List. Like we shared a lot of ideas already in that first podcast. But today, we want to focus in on two key areas. And that is how to use social media to do free promotion for your book And also, how do you do a book launch understanding Amazon's algorithm? So just before we get started though, Juanita, do you have any thoughts to share with us? Yes, when we talk about
1: tools, think about a camera. Think of all the beautiful pictures you can take. If you do not take the camera out of the bag, you can spend all the money in the world on a tool, but if you don't put it to use, even if your first attempts are amateurish, bad. You know what? You're going to make mistakes and muck up a few. That's okay. The idea is that you're stringing beads on the necklace, right? And okay, some of them might be those plastic propeller beads. and Some of them might be pearls. Well, eventually we get there. <laughs>
0: Well, as you're saying that, it, it made me think about CD that I had um, of Jim Rohn and one of his teaching. Now he was talking about network marketing in this, but it so applies to life and to business. And he talked about how he could beat anybody in anything because he was willing to do it so many times more than other people that he would get the results. Let's say he knew that you know a person could talk to 10 people and get one. But let's say he had to talk to 50 or 60 to get that one person. Well, he would talk to that, you know, whoever many multiples of the 50 or 60 to make sure he beat out the person who was only having to talk to the one to the 10. And so he talked about, you know, how having 300 batting average. So let's say that, you know, you succeed three times out of 10 and you strike out seven times because, you know, it's a baseball thing. Anybody who has a 300 batting average is a millionaire. So yeah, take out that tool, maybe be sucky at it at first, right? You know, maybe not be good at at getting it out there and promoting it, but if you keep doing that and you hit to the point where it's like three out of 10, man, you got millions.
1: Yeah. I know Kim is not a fan of animation, but I am. And uh, one show that I've enjoyed is adventure time and (laughs) Jake the dog, tells his friend Finn, the human, the first step to getting good at something is sucking at it. So the first step to getting good is being bad and just going, all right. Exactly. I also like the idea of giving yourself a number. I'm very motivated by setting little goals. Like when I'm doing exercise, one of the things I really like is counting my steps. Mm -hmm. And I'll try and get 5,000 steps in a day. And over a week, I will add up all my steps and I'm going to see how long it takes for me to walk to Barrie or Toronto or, or whatever. And at some point, and I actually do kind of map my route as if I was going to drive. I calculate it that way. And I'm like, okay, I'm in Elmvale now. So if you're like me, it will probably help you to track your um, marketing efforts and go, When I get to 100 Facebook posts, I'm going to have a party. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy myself, I don't know, what do you like? A pizza? Buy yourself a pizza. You probably deserve it.
0: (laughs) When you were talking there, I was thinking about the fact that, you know, you're 6'1 and I'm 5'10, so we have a little bit of an advantage. We can get there quicker. Our strides are longer. (laughs) Oh, I didn't tell you, so I'll tell you on the show here. So I actually had an experience, and you're going to laugh at this, but recently I was in a store trying on some pants. I asked the lady how much they're going to shrink because the pants actually came down to my ankles, which rarely happens to begin with, but it actually came down to my ankles. I was like, this is pretty cool. And I'm like, she's like, it's going to shrink 2%. And I'm like, "Uh, well, okay, so it might not quite hit my ankle, but maybe, which is still really good because most pants barely don't even hit my ankle when I buy them. But she looks at me, and she goes, do you know we have tall sizes? And I'm like, hello. (laughs) I ordered the tall sizes, and they came in, and the one pair of pants went to the floor. Uh. I'm like, ah. So when I wash them, they'll actually probably shrink up to a really nice length. But it was just so nice to have pants that fit me properly. So tall girl problem. So I was like, I'm like, I got to tell Juanita this. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, share me the (laughs) deeds (laughs) afterward. Okay, we're getting off topic again, but we'll get back to uh, three ways to promote your book. Hmm. So let's start with the big elephant in the room, social media. So I know that you want to cover Instagram and Pinterest. So how about I let you do that first, and then I'll focus in on Facebook and LinkedIn.
1: Okay, sounds good. I started... Getting into Pinterest years ago because of all of the crafty opportunities. It's a great place for sharing pictures. So if you have something that's very visual, that is a natural for both Instagram and Pinterest. But you think, well, Monita, my book is full of words, not pictures. What's (laughs) what am I going to do? If you have quotable quotes and you use Canva, if you use Honey, it can just be colored background with like little bubbles or whatever. I will read it in an entertaining font, and if you have something smart to say, a nugget of information, that can be passed along and promote your book with hashtags. Hashtags are Instagram. That's the, it looks like a number sign. It's called a hashtag in um, Instagram and on Facebook. And if you're a book nerd like me, you might know that its proper name is an Octothorpe. And that's my delicious word for the day, an octothorpe. This is how I win trivia contests. (laughs) I have a little part of my brain that stores these things that are very selective. (laughs) Anyhow, if you have hashtags and your book is, say, for example, author to authority, well, hashtag author to authority is a start. Hashtag write your own book. Hashtag author to authority podcast. You want to use these hashtags to connect you with any key ideas that your audience would be interested in. It's also worth doing a search of a hashtag if you think it's a good idea and you might find that one idea that you had only has maybe 100 other hashtags. Maybe that's not your best avenue. What if you find it has 5,000? Well, that's going to ping on a lot more people's uh, radar. One of the things that I have found with both Pinterest and with Instagram is that people post a lot of truncated um, little, little funny jokes from Reddit or Tumblr. I have not been on those sites exactly. I know they exist, and I know that there are some sarcastic people out there who can be entertaining in small doses. But what it does tell me is that... Even if you just have a little, like a large postage stamp size uh, box with text, people will read it. They will stop their scrolling to read. You know, you keep the font size decent and you keep it to maybe two or two to five sentences. That will capture people's attention. You don't need to think, oh, I've got to look for photographs that relate to this it doesn't have to be as much work as you might think Mm -hmm. and something that is gaining in popularity on instagram they're called stories i think they're also called stories on facebook they're like little movies and they'll have sometimes they'll have um five to ten seconds of people doing an action and then it kind of does it again it's called boomerang that sort of looped video is something that you can do. People have polls through Instagram, they have giveaways and Pinterest. Uh similarly you can connect with people who are looking for your particular topic. Mm-hmm. So that's useful. YouTube and TikTok also are offering these kind of infomercial small bite
0: sized uh delivery systems. I'd be careful about TikTok on hearing some things that concern me about that, that Mm -hmm. social media, how they're tracking and using what you're putting up there. So maybe that's something you might want to research just before you get into TikTok, but uh, Mm -hmm. definitely, you know, any social media, any new social media, you want to know how your information is being used. Just that's very important. One of the things that uh, you can do, and now this will cost a little bit of money. It's a little bit of an outlay of money. But there are sites that sell Canva templates. So, you know, if you want to keep your marketing and your branding consistent, you can buy sets of templates. And sometimes it's like five, 10, 20 bucks maybe. And you can buy a set of templates that you can use in Canva to do these quotes up with. And they're, they keep the branding consistent throughout. So, you know. That's something that's- that you can do. And you just go into Canva and you just change out the wording you want and you're done. You don't even have to design it. So, you know, that's something that's worth the investment to do. Like the one site, it's a whole group of sites. I get it through Fontbundles.net, you know, but they have like all sorts of stuff in there. So it's not just fonts. It's connected to other websites. So,
1: I, I think too, it's important just promotion, having a consistent look to your material, to your company's brand
0: is worth yes, the money. It's
1: advertising but it's an investment in yourself in your company and i would say like even if you spent 50 or 100 to have marketing material if you're using it consistently we were talking about emails last time and i think one of the numbers was 250 uh, emails that went out 52 weeks in a year if you had an advertising Uh, icon, a brand logo that you used 50 times, well, suddenly your $100 is a $2 thing. And then next year,
0: it's $1. (laughs) And then by year five, it owes you money, right? Or it has made you money. So yeah, that's really good to point. So when we're looking at Facebook and LinkedIn, your Facebook and your LinkedIn is where you have your social proof. So you want to make sure that you have your book prominent. You know, it needs to be in your profile. One thing that you can really do that's a great way, and again, you know, if you're not a graphic designer, yeah, you're going to invest a few dollars, but again, over time, right, that investment. Yeah, have a nice professionally designed cover photo, you know, the the banner photo that goes over the top. In Facebook, there's a little place in your profile where you can now put an image, an advertising image. So you want to use those places to advertise your book so you know when people click on that picture make sure in your description when they click on that picture in the description they can find the link either to your book or to the free excerpt that free sample that you're offering right so those are ways again you want to use the quotes out of your book you know create those quotes use canva great free tool right you spend a few dollars you get those those graphics created and a lot of times you know you can have those graphics created for several different, you know, a square one generally, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and a vertical one for like Pinterest and your stories. You know, if you have those two versions, it covers most of your social medias. Pull out a really good quote from your book and then talk about it. And not just shortly, you know, especially on Facebook and LinkedIn, you know, have a few paragraphs where you go in and you explain that quote or what was happening in your life when you wrote that part of the book or you know what was happening in your business teach train encourage inspire right don't just put up the quote but put a little bit of content in there you know and then at the bottom like talk about the book and put the link to the book so you know you want to be doing those kinds of things you know once or twice a week at least so that you get the, uh, consistency. Now you should be posting every day in your social media, but definitely, you know, those quotes are a really great and easy way. And here's the thing. Let's say you came up with 90 different quotes. You can rotate them Mm -hmm. 90 days later because nobody's going to remember what you wrote the first time. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you use like, um, you know, software, social media planning software, you can create posts for a whole year. So it's automatically coming out. All right. Just need to plan a few
1: holiday related ones. And that's your year in the bag. Imagine having a year's worth of marketing already in the hamper, ready to pull out
0: like a magician with those scarves. That's awesome. Okay. Now the other big elephant in the room, Amazon. And this is only something we're going to be able to kind of just glance over. Because this is a massive topic, but I, I want to give you some areas to think about in getting started in terms of using Amazon. So, we did talk about in the last episode the Amazon Idealist, but today we're going to focus in on two other areas so, your Amazon author page, and then understanding the Amazon algorithm. So, you know, let's talk. Make sure you have an Amazon author page. In that Amazon author page, if people subscribe to you, you can link to your blog. So when people subscribe to you or whatever that button is on the Amazon author page to follow you, they get notified when things get put up there. So if you're constantly updating your blog, people are seeing it. And so, you know, it's great to promote your Amazon author page because again, it's indirect. So you're not directly saying buy my book, but you're just kind of saying, Hey, check out my Amazon author page. So that's one quick use for that one. Did you have any thoughts? I'm not as familiar with Amazon. Okay, let's talk a little bit about understanding the Amazon algorithm. So you want to have Amazon be promoting your book. It's a a great way. It's an engine that you have to rev up. You can't just put your book on there and expect Amazon to promote it. You have to prove that it's promotable to them first before they would do that. And one of the ways that you can do that, and there's lots of ways, but one of the ways is by doing a book launch, a five-day book launch. Now, what I would recommend is probably just your Kindle book because you need to get results And so, you know, if you've got it out on Google Books and Barnes & Noble and all these other places, I would suggest when you publish a book, publish it on Amazon, do the Kindle book first if you're planning on doing a big book launch. Now, yes, you can do your print book as well, but understand that every time you're splitting your results. So you're better off to do one form of the book and get good results and then add the second one than to try and do both at the same time because of splitting the results. So the first thing to understand is picking the right categories. And Amazon has made it a little bit easier because you can now choose 10. Now you can't choose 10 when you're setting it up, but once your book is published, you can contact Amazon and have them add seven or eight more. Because I think you can only pick two or three when you're publishing the book. So there are a lot of really great softwares out there, and I'm not going to go into them because I don't use all of them, but, you know, there are softwares out there that will show you categories, will show you the rankings of the categories, will show you how many sales approximately per month, how much competition. So, you know, if you're serious about publishing books and using Amazon, I suggest getting one of those because they'll really help you get down to those smaller categories where you can achieve bigger results. So the big thing to understand about your book launch is not to have everything happen on the first day. It used to be that if you had like a big, massive first day and, you know, a few sales, whatever, the second or third day, that was enough to hike you right up and Amazon would promote you for a while. doesn't work that way anymore because now they're recognizing, okay, so people paid for advertising. doesn't necessarily make the book, means the book is sellable. So what they're more looking for is, well, I mean, you can have lots of sales, but you want consistent sales throughout five or six days. So, you know, even, you know, even sales of five to 10 per day over five days will get you more results than 100 or 200 sales in one day because they want to see that consistency because a lot of people can push out numbers for one day. But it's pushing out those numbers over the long term. That Amazon goes, oh. So when you're thinking about doing your book launch, you want to plan it out carefully. What one of the trainings I was on suggested that you do a small launch on day one to get the machine rolling. So you know, make sure you have those five to ten sales in. You know, focus on having a bigger day two, and then having consistent sales day three, four, five, and six. And they don't have to be a lot of sales. They just have to be sales, you know, that, that five to 10. And that's one of the ways that will really um, push you up in the Amazon searches. So make sure, you know, your keywords, your hashtags per se, Mm the keyword, those are the searchable terms that people look for you. That's what a keyword means. So make sure they're good and tight. um, And you will find that you will rise up in the Amazon searches. And if you can get on page one, um, you know, you'll have sales coming in, consistent sales coming in. And for a while, you know, like you probably want to promote your book about every 90 days or so, you know, give it, give it that good push back up every 90 days. And if you do that, um, you know, you will then start really rising on the Amazon ranks. And, you know, use free, the free promo sites, use a couple of paid sites. Um, Again, research them. You know, I can't tell you which site's good for you because each site focuses, has focuses in on different categories. And so, and different keywords and different things. So do your research, find out, you know, which companies are the best, you know, set out a budget. Don't go above that budget. Don't be tempted to go for that really big, big, big package because you don't know what kind of results you're going to get. I've spent, I bought a few big packages and maybe got two sales out of it. That's painful. It is painful. So, you know, do your research and you'd be better off to spread out your budgeting over, you know, maybe three or four smaller ones than trying to do one big one. The other most important thing with your book launch is using your network of people that, you know, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to know them well. Like, they don't have to be your best friend. So, you know, think of those people in the associations like Juanita was talking about. You know, think of your friends. Think of people you know well enough that you can ask a small favor of. And there's more people than you think. And organize those people and say, okay, can you buy the book on this day? Can you buy the book on this day? Right? Keep the price down low. You know, a lot of times it's okay to bring your book down to 99 cents for your book launch. You know, then you hike it back up afterwards. Right? Right? Because people will still be buying it. So you want to, you know, keep the book price down low, even two Don't go above that two ninety nine dollars for your Kindle book. You know, if you're, if you are doing your print book instead, you know, keep the price on the lower end. Right. But organize people, you know, ask them, you know, can they share it out on social media? You know, then don't make it hard for them. Create mm-hmm. everything for them. Send them an email with everything. Send them an email with the words. They need to use to post, like make it very easy for them to share this book out. You know, and don't give them a list of 10 to 15 actions to do. Maybe a list of two. You know, can you send this email out to the people that you know who you think would be interested in the book? And can you post this on social media for me? Right. But if you can get 50 to 100 people to do that and you break it up over those five days, but think about it think about how many people you connect with on social media who would be willing to do you a small favor. You know, we think we're imposing, but most people enjoy helping. Yep. And it's like that shampoo commercial.
1: And she told two friends and I told two friends (laughs) and so on and so on and so on. And then that um, viral effect starts to happen.
0: I was waiting to see which commercial because I'm thinking, I don't know which commercial she's talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's an old one.
0: (laughs) All I was thinking was I'm going to watch that right <laughs> out of my hair, whatever. I can't even remember. The song. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, when you, when you look at that, then, um, you know, and you use Amazon's algorithm uh, instead of going against it, you can build up so that you have consistent sales for the next 90 days. Now it doesn't mean you have to do a big, big book launch every 90 days. But what you want to do is once you do that first big launch, every 90 days, you want to just do a few promotion days, you know, where you can use the free, the paid, you know, maybe use a few people in your network, whatever. But just to keep the wheels turning, it doesn't need to be as big as a book launch. You just need to do something to keep keep it going.
1: So for example, uh, we're putting out a Christmas, um, complete Christmas planner. Mm. So when you're looking for that, one of the ways we would, I don't think I would be nudging it in um, April, but um, when would, for, what would we do with uh,
0: that, for example, Kim? Well, we'd focus in on the two key times, you know, Christmas in July, and then starting September. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's very season specific, we would plan our marketing accordingly, right? So we do July, and then we would do beginning mid-September, light promotion, and in around that time, in around beginning of October, really promote it. We'll probably get sales through to about the beginning of December. You can keep promoting it through, and then you can do like a sale in January. You know, get your copy for next year. Yeah. So. Shameless self-promotion ah yes (laughs) and i and we will make sure because it is going to be going up on amazon soon so we will make sure that uh on one of the next episodes that we give you the link so if you're interested in a complete christmas planner planned by the queen of planners herself with everything that you need to make your christmas season successful and yes i'm using my commercial voice (laughs) then uh, we'll have the link to that for you soon Juanita, any last thoughts before we sign off for today?
1: Yes. We mentioned this in the first half of the episode, but I think it's worth mentioning again that a great way to promote your book and your business is by being a guest on the Author to Authority podcast. How would they do that, Kim?
0: Great question, Juanita. So if you're interested in being a guest on the author to authority podcast, if you're an entrepreneur and expert an authority in your niche um, and more business related, so topics more uh, related to entrepreneurs and professionals, uh, we would love to have you apply to be a potential guest on the show. So go to www.go.oncehub.com dot com forward slash author to authority podcast and pick a 15 minute potential guest spot. I will do a quick interview with you to see if you're a good fit for the show. And if you are, well then you'll be listening to yourself on a future episode of the author to authority podcast. So this has been Juanita Wooden Radko and Kim Thompson Pinder. Thanks so much for listening and we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift for you. I'd like to invite you to download a sample of my newest book, Author to Authority, coming out this year. If you enjoy the podcast, you will enjoy learning how becoming an author can change not only your life, but your business as well. Go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash sample so that is www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free sample have a great day and stay safe